With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. When you advance science, you advance society. The American Association for the Advancement of Science is the leading voice for science professionals and advocates, supporting research, education, and outreach. Join us. Click the ad or visit AAAS.org. Just came to Hello everyone and welcome to Chelsea Hour, uh, Chelsea podcast, a weekly Chelsea podcast from Touchline Fracker. Um, I'm joined today by two, uh, should I say legends of the Chelsea community? Uh, no, obviously two rising stars. No? Is that too much? I'm too that, humble for that, man. That might I'm be too much humble. special. Yeah. Well, I was talking about Jermaine and me. I don't know why you guys oh. are thinking. <laughs> no, right, so let me, get, let, let me get into the instructions. We've got um, Jermaine, who you guys are familiar with. Jermaine, what's up? Yeah, what's going on, boys? I'm all good, man. Good. All good. Someone on the account called you. They said that you look like, like um, ROC. Oh man, don't know about that one. Bro. They said that you like RLC but broke. <laughs> that made me laugh. I got much less money than it, trust bro. me. Alright, and then we got um someone who actually I really like your videos. In fact, two people I really like your videos. We got Matisse, what are you saying, bro? How's it going, man? It's good to be here. Um cool. I love I like, I like the pod, man. It's just good energy on here, so it's good For to be real. here. We're trying to bring something different to the Chelsea community, man. 
uh, at cool. And I feel like you guys fit as well. And then we've got, obviously, the legendary Nini. What's up, bro? Oh, hey, thanks, man. It's been a while since we've spoken. Yeah. Great to come on. And yeah, I've been yeah. looking forward to this one. Cool. Shall I call you Nini or just Nini? Call me Nini. Yeah. Nini, okay. Yeah, cool. obviously, yeah, I don't want my government being out yeah, there. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll, we'll stay on brand. All right, cool. So, bro, we got we got a lot of shit to talk about today. Um, and obviously, we've got to start in the big news. Obviously, Jose um, has gone to Spurs, the snake. Um, and I've, I've been watching you guys' videos on it. Um, and I want to know from you guys, it, do you feel like Jose is still a Chelsea legend? Anyone can jump in. Um, yeah, I think I, I think he is. I mean, here's the thing, you know, in the in, in the past, you know, he did what he had to do. We look back at our history, we can see the trophies that Jose won for us. Yeah. I don't think that tarnishes his name. I'm just saying, obviously, you know, keep the consistency. You know, if you're going to be, you know, holding yourself to a certain standard, it's got to be like that all the time. I'll be honest, for me personally, I've been very cynical towards Mourinho for a long time. I felt like I kind of understand the guy's character. And obviously, we all saw that his first like, press conference today, you know, as a new Spurs boss, mm. I really wasn't surprised by anything he said. In fact, it just signified everything I thought about it. What are the type of things that he said that you're not surprised at? What are you kind of alluding to? Obviously, obviously, the Jose arrogance, you know, it's funny. We all, we all kind of know that already. But obviously, you know, quotes as well on... Um, you know, oh, snap, I'm misquoting and paraphrasing so wrong. I saw quotes of him talking about his time, um, you know, like when he's worked with younger players, he did this whole thing where it was like, um, you know, he, he set up this whole event for a young player, yeah. basically just to stick it on him in front of the whole squad, just to see how his character was going to be and how he's going to react. And then my head had I've always thought, Jose, you have to understand, you know, it's a different generation, you know. Mm. So some people, the ball's got a bit softer, yeah. you know, rightly or wrongly, it's up to you. But that's how the world is right now. Stop using these old school tricks for, yeah. for young guys that are, you know, but you know what, about life. We don't have to worry about what Jose does because he's not our problem anymore. But Matisse, yeah. I don't, I've seen a couple of your videos and I feel like they've been kind of conflicting because I remember when the Jody stuff came out, you was kind of referring to the fact that Jose is a legend, but then as soon as he got announced, you said yeah, you're done. So, I, so, so walk me through what you were thinking back then and what you're thinking now. Well, when when he was when I made, when I did that podcast, I think it was with SW6. I was talking about Jose yeah. being a legend. It was prior to obviously his yeah. move to Tottenham, and it was even before even rumors came out. Yeah. And I said this in my video as well. I've been to the bridge a lot this season, and our fans are right or wrongly extremely obsessed with Tottenham we've yeah. seen it on the train up the way on, on the way to away games we've seen it before our players even walk out which I think is wrong I think we should you know probably seeing our own um, team onto the pitch not Tottenham but that's mm. a different debate um, and like I said on Nini's um, stream I've already cut ties emotionally really with Joe's after the Manchester United um, move because it had it showed that he had the potential to you know cut ties with us. Yeah. He's clearly not 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 too fussed about that situation. But I still gave him the legendary stats because, you know, Man United compared to Tottenham is it's not even it's not even a comparison, do you know what I mean? Okay. When it comes to hate yeah. in the in the Chelsea fan base. But when we speak about legends, um I don't really always bring trophies into it and it's why now I would take that legendary status off of him because it's about it's not it's more than trophies. If you look yeah. at the likes of Zola, you know you call him a legend. Yeah. Um, it's it's not based on trophies. He didn't win that many trophies here. It's it's more about the character, the demeanor, the mannerisms, the way he 
treats the club. And yeah. for me, as soon as he went to Tottenham, it just signified that it was more of a passing through thing. And a lot of people say that, you know, Jose Mourinho is a Chelsea man. If you look at the way he came in, yeah. he came in and changed the way this club moved and acted. He didn't fit into what Chelsea were doing. He changed Chelsea. So for me, he's not really a Chelsea man. Chelsea became Jose. They took up Jose's if, ego. If- if Jose can come in and change Chelsea, that sounds like legendary mm. shit to me. For me, he's powerful. Make no mistake. I mean, you, you can see the way the Tottenham fans are already groveling right now. Like Hundreds. they are taking every word he is saying yeah. with the with, like as it's God, God, God's God's whisper because yeah. that's how powerful he is. The way he speaks, the way, and, and that's why I said, even though I don't love him, I respect him. Oh, hundred percent respect him. Okay, I'm so one of these people that mm. who here still loves Jose? Is there anyone here that still loves Jose that can say that? I, I, I'm not going to lie. I still, I still love Jose You're for still the working character with him. he is in football, isn't it? Yeah. Because like, at the end of the day, the thing is, the reason why, for me, he still goes down as a Chelsea legend is because what he came in and done, like you said before, Dan, it is legendary stuff. Mm. It's, stuff of leg- it's stuff that legends do. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. When they come in and they have that kind of effect on a club that has never kind of seen that success before, Ever mm. what he done, you you will very rarely see anybody do. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that we just had an example of that with like Pochettino going to Spurs. Yeah, he, he goes to Spurs. He makes this like this amazing team, and some will say like they've got the best, like one of the best squads in the league as well. And he could even win a trophy with Spurs. Yeah. I'm saying not even one trophy, not even a league cup. And Jose Mourinho has come in and won not just league titles; he's won other trophies with that. And he's had good runs in the Champions League as well. And he's come in, and he's won, and he's left, and he's come back, and he's and won. Back and he's done it again. So for me, he goes down as a legend. But the, but obviously, there's going to be a lot of like sour taste left in people's mouth. One hundred percent. Where he's gone afterwards. But the, t- the thing, the thing I think people need to understand is a manager is always going to move on. Mm. Like you can't expect Jose to be at Chelsea for twenty years. One because the era of football does not. You know, it doesn't entail that anymore. You don't have managers staying at clubs for 20 years. Yeah. And two, managers got, like, they, they want new challenges. You see what I'm saying? Like, but for him it's... to go down as a legend in football, yeah. he has to go everywhere and conquer everything. And that's the but kind also, of thing he is. Mourinho, he's not choosing to, to not be at Man United. He's not choosing to not be at Chelsea. He's being sacked. He got sacked yeah. at Chelsea. He got sacked at United. Well, just to add in there, yeah. you could you could you could say that he may have even. You know, the thing is with Jose Mourinho, when he gets sacked, it's not that he's getting sacked as in the, oh, it's a big surprise what happened there. You know, it's kind of a long drawn out demise, both from his side and then on the club as well. Like yeah. he doesn't help himself in that way. He does look to destroy. Um, and and this whole thing about you know. Jose Mourinho stays to the end. You can look at it two ways. You can look at him staying to the end, or you can look at his his ego is so big that he doesn't want to be seen to be walking out. He doesn't want to be yeah. seen as the guy who who left and and, and, and admitted defeat. He and, wants to pay out. And yeah, you know? exactly. He wants his paper. Energy. That's my thing. He wants his paper. So okay, mm. guys, what do you feel like? Do you feel like Jose is finished as a top manager? Nini, what are you saying? You know what? You know what? I'll give him the benefit of the doubt because I like to keep this a bit fair. Obviously, Mourinho has been out for 11 months. Mm. He's told us himself that he's going to be coming back with different ideas. Now, of course, you know, he's not my manager no more. Mm. But I'd be curious to see, you know, what type of tactical evolution Mourinho is going to start bringing to his teams because I felt like for a while now, he's been very dated. And Mm. I kind of understood why that's been the case because, you know, this guy, every time he uh, left the club, he signed for a new one just like that. 
You know, mm. when you're constantly in that grind from going club to club to club, mm. you don't have that period to just, you know, reflect, that, think about things. That pep sabbatical. That, that pep sabbatical. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Club too, and you need that sabbatical. You need time out because the thing is when you're a manager, you know, day to day, you know, these a lot of these guys are putting in overtime. A lot of these guys are putting in all-nighters. It's a very intense job that you're doing nonstop. You've got to be mentally focused every single time. And I think that kind of came at a detriment to Mourinho. Yeah. Do you know what I say is, like, when I saw him at, the, do you remember the Man United press conference? Yeah. Like, Mourinho, we know Mourinho, he talks a good game. So, no matter what, like, he's always trying to spin himself as something new. I've changed, I've adapted. So, like, I'm, I'm hearing the talk, but it's like, all right, cool, let's see. The, the one thing I will say, though, is number one, so, like, my question is, do you feel like he'll do good at Spurs? I know this is a Chelsea's podcast, and so, really and truly, all of you are going to say, nah, he's going to do bad. But, I don't know. I think when he came to Chelsea, we weren't winning trophies. And I don't, obviously, we know Spurs, they ain't won the league since 1961. They're not really winning yeah. trophies. So a Carlin Cup or a Carabao, whatever it's called, mm. that means everything to them. Do you know what I mean? So Yeah, yeah. yeah so I completely the, agree. Yeah. That's a great point because what you just said there is, is literally reminiscent of 2005. When he walked in here, he was able to go to the squad and say, listen, you're not winners. Mm. You haven't done shit. I have. So listen yeah. to me and we move. And, and that's, that's the that's funny it. thing, because it's like you sign for Spurs and that's the, the exact same bar same thing. for the Spurs team. So that's just what yeah. I need with Mourinho, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. He, can we, he can wheel out all of these bullshit from 2005 to, to this. Like, <laughs> yeah, he can take, yeah. yeah, the Spurs fans will eat it up, though. Like, let's be yeah. serious. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Who's going to be talking back to Mourinho and yeah. Tottenham right now? And he's magnetic. Yeah. But the, the, only, the only thing is, like, for me, it's interesting because obviously we know Spurs as notorious for not winning trophies, and Mourinho's notorious for winning trophies. So it's like, which one's going to be more powerful? What kind of... Is, is Spurs' ability to not win trophies going to outpower Mourinho's to win trophies? Is Mourinho's big spending going to clash with Levy's penny? I, I, I'm interested. Like I'm going to watch it. I just want to kind of see how it, it goes anyway. But I look, I, look at his, I look at the squad that he's walking into, though, yeah? Mm. And I do say to myself, like, when he first comes to Chelsea and he was creating this, like, that amazing squad of... Um, you know, like Makalele, Lampard, mm. um, Rogba, Duff, Robin, all them kind of guys. Yeah. I look at his team now at Tottenham, yeah? And in terms of the, the job he had to do with the Chelsea squad, yeah. he's actually got a lot a lot more finished articles at Tottenham. Yeah. And in terms of like people like Kane, you're looking at a prolific goal scorer, whereas like when Drogba came, he was doing what he was doing like between 10 and 15, I think, in the yeah. first season. Yeah. yeah. Like you're talking about a striker that does double that. But also... Yeah. The, the league is a lot more competitive than it was back exactly. then. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. One, and that's where I think he he is going to struggle. I think back back then, I think Chelsea we we came out with like we came into the league with a with a bang in terms of with Jose. Like we yeah. we were spending money. It was new ideas from Jose. Mm. Like it was just mad. And but I don't back think then too, the same circumstances. But back then Tottenham. too, don't forget there was the invincible Arsenal and there was United still. So it's not like. There was no one around, yeah. but obviously no, it's a, no, it's a different ball game right now. But if yeah. Brendan Rodgers, if Brendan Rodgers can come in and like take half a season to make Leicester like top four challenges, don't forget they've played big teams as well. So Mourinho yeah. has no excuse. I know, like obviously they're 14th now, but um, my thing. So my next question is: Can you blame Jose for taking the job? I know a lot of people are saying you're not a legend anymore, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but can you really blame him? Nah. No, you, you, uh, you can't blame him. Well, let's be realistic. You know, if clubs like Bayern wanted Mourinho, I think if Mourinho's comparing Spurs to Bayern, I, I think maybe he's going, uh, you know what, maybe um, 
maybe I'm being a bit too facetious. I mean, I still think that draw of living in London, being with the family, I think that's a big thing for him, Hi, you know? Yeah. And Zach, does he want to learn German and at his old age again? It's just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to be like a comfortable environment. Let me just, you know, be somewhere I know, somewhere I like, you know what I mean? Like being a millionaire in London is probably better than being a millionaire in Bayern. Let's be serious. Or in Munich, I mean, let's be yeah. serious. But, um, but, uh, you know, obviously, just, I just wanted to just ask you guys quickly, you know, you, you brought up that point about, obviously, Drogba and Mourinho, and obviously Drogba's first season, he got like, I think, what, not, not enough, not as many goals, but, you know, when you analyse things, you see that Mourinho, you know, is he really, did he really make Drogba's life easy? You know, if you're playing against two defenders every single game for 90 minutes, that's very hard do, to do. do you know like, what? We've all played football, you know, when you, yeah. anytime you've got to use physicality, it takes a toll on you, it's, especially from behind. But also, it's completely different. What I will say is, people don't realise that first season, it wasn't Drogba playing every single game. He was actually being rotated a lot with Good Johnson. So, like, yeah, 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 it's easy to say, yeah, he didn't score that many goals, but he wasn't starting every single game. And I'll always say with this with Didier Drogba is that a lot of strikers in that era, not only were they the strikers, but they, they were that team's penalty takers. Lampard mm. got all of the penalties too. So, like, yeah, Drogba didn't score that many goals, but to be fair, I'm not going to lie. And this is kind of drifting, but I didn't rate Drogba for like the first two seasons when he was at Chelsea because he wasn't scoring goals. <laughs> no one did. Yes. Too many did because he Everyone was, he was looking pretty clumsy. Yeah, he was yeah. looking pretty. Um, yeah. He was looking raw, like he wasn't a finished article. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. All right. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Go, go, go ahead. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, I was going to say like Jose's taking shots at the academy, saying that Ra when he was here, the academy work wasn't good enough for him to bring through players. So thinking specifically about when he was here, do you feel like he had a point? Because I hear a lot of people say, actually, the reason why there's a lot of academy players in a team this season is because this is the best team ever. So what are you guys' thoughts on that? (laughs) You know what? Do you know what? To be honest, we have been winning FA Youth Cups for a long time. It's not, we haven't just arrived. You know, this has been a continuous thing. To yeah. give credit to Jody and, and and the rest of the staff, they haven't. Yeah. This hasn't just been like a, a freak yeah. thing. Now, maybe you can argue the mentality of the group that have come through now is quite special. I think that's quite clear for everyone to see. I don't think many. I don't think Don Solanke's mentality, given the same challenges that Abraham's had this season, I don't think the the effect is the same. Yeah. Um, but also the environment this season is different. So it's 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 given you know, talent, more opportunity to flourish. I don't, I don't think yeah. it's been one side or the other. I think it's been a combination of the two. And obviously Mourinho hasn't had the time or the, you know, the, even the backing really to say, listen, you're going to, you're going to have time here to, to bled, to blood through the youngsters and you're going to have time here I, to, I, I you know, know, build some sort of dynasty. And you have to remember Mourinho has been trying to find a long, long-term project for a while. This is not like the first, even though now Tottenham seems like the time where he will actually do it for real. I feel like, I feel like he will try and do a long-term. He's not trying to hop yeah. around because yeah. even he knows he's run out of clubs. Yeah. But even when he came back to Chelsea for the second time, I don't feel like he was there to do a short stint. I felt like he was trying 100. to do a long one. Same with Man United. So yeah. it, it's both sides really, but I feel like he's just taking shots because he knows we're, we're challengers. We are direct competitors for the top four and he has to get under our skin in some way. And it's, you yeah. know, it's, to some degree, you can say it's it might even work. You know, we have yeah. a very young coaching staff; yeah. they can bite back. I think he's talking nonsense, though. To be honest, speak that again. Go on. Again, he's talking trash because yeah. we all know McEachern was there, and mm-hmm. we all we all saw not so long ago an interview about how McEachern was getting dashed around left, right, and centre, mm. and he was easily one of our best um, academy products as well. Yeah. Like in terms of at the time, 
yeah. when he was in the academy. And then you've got Loftus Cheek, who also had years under Mourinho. Yeah. And it's probably his fault while he's only blossoming now at 23. Yeah. So, like, he's, like I said, he's talking trash. Like, this is what I tried to say here before, yeah. even when he made the comments about, oh, I'm still worried. Bro, just because <laughs> the jokes are playing the youths and are, and are flourishing, yeah. don't make it seem like, oh, right. you know, there's hell of a Just to quickly say something on that, yeah? Yeah, let's talk about that in a negative light. Yeah. I think we can, we, can, we can flip it. We can look at that and say, do you know what? That's quite smart because... I don't know, I'm not going to say he was defending us in the media because it's, it's here or there whether he's really out to defend Chelsea. But if you look at what was happening at that time, the media were starting to, you know, they were starting to try it with us. They were starting to say Chelsea are title challengers, Chelsea are, mm. you know, they were starting to try and apply pressure. And they did the same thing to Manchester City last year, talking about quadruple, quadruple, like, mm. because they need headlines, right? So they're hammering it, hammering it, hammering it. And, they were, and I could tell they were going to start trying to do it with Chelsea, start yeah. talking about title race, try and put pressure on the team. Mm. And I think Mourinho to some extent, just remove some of that pressure, but a little bit of criticism, Matisse, a little bit of... Matisse, 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 like, I'm sure at that point, he was already talking to Levy. I'm sure at that point, he didn't oh, give a shit. Can, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I don't know either, but what I'm saying is, maybe there is a little bit of Mourinho love left in you, because the way that you found that angle, I don't think it's any of that. I don't think he was trying <laughs> no, to take pressure off. No, no, no. To be fair, the only reason why I find that angle is because yeah. I'm just, I'm trying to look at it from both sides. I, like I, like okay. I said, I don't hate the guy. Fair, like, fair a lot enough. of people are throwing their towel, they're like, oh, I hate Mourinho. I, don't, I, don't I, have have a lot, I have respect for him. He's, I, he's a guy that commands respect. Okay, all right, cool. I'm going to ask you guys a question, and none of the answers can be, I prefer not to speak, all right? <laughs> so the question is who would you say is a better manager Frank or Jose guys um, you know what I'm going to sound controversial as hell right, but cool. I'll, I'll explain the context okay, cool. I'm going to say Lampard currently because obviously okay. the tactics in football today is completely different to yeah. what Mourinho how Mourinho found success back in the day you know back yeah. in the day it was about 4-2-3-1 with like a number 10 playing cam and you know what? Look at how football's evolved. You know, look at how the number tens evolved. Look at how the big teams like to have two number tens in the same team playing in the half spaces between the lines. It's yeah. all about creating creating quick openings, overloads. Yeah. You need speed, power, intelligence. Quick players have to be so quick with everything they do on the ball. Yeah, yeah. this is why I and I think with Lampard's, you know, again, you know, he's coaching in partly in the team. The team's really looking a lot sharper and mm. tired from a tactical point of view right now. And here's the thing, you know, Mourinho, as he showed at Man United, he struggled with the modern day football demands. Okay. So until I see Mourinho doing something different at Spurs, currently, okay. I'm going to say Lampard based on the context of what's happening right now. Okay, Jermaine, Matisse, do you concur? I mean, what are you guys saying? <laughs> You know, it's it's tough to answer because obviously yeah. we haven't actually seen Mourinho in so long, and yeah. he keeps saying that he's adapting these all these new ideas. And yeah. even in his press conference, he's saying he's going to play a different style of football, which I can believe to some extent because yeah. at Real Madrid they were breaking goal scoring records. He wasn't exactly playing defensive football all the time. It, it, it depends on the team he's given, but. Right now, the way Lampard's playing, and he's so adaptable. If you look at that Ajax game away from home, that was so crucial for me yeah. in terms of looking at how Lampard is as a manager and seeing how good he really is. Tactically, that game, he got it spot on. Okay. Um, so so right now, I have to say Lampard, but only just because I think Mourinho could still prove to be decent. Jermaine, I know you don't... Okay, Jermaine, actually, what are you going to say? <laughs> are, we, are we actually talking about, like, right now? Just, like, right now, like, you know, Rav, we're talking about... Answer, yeah, the question, right now, Rav, right. answer the question how you want in it. Twitter going to get at you regardless. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. 
generally, I think like for me, I'm still gonna say it's Jose. Okay. Because because Jose is just he just got so much experience in it. Like yeah. there's gonna be things that Lampard needs to deal with in the future that Jose will just deal with no problem, and yeah. Lampard will struggle. But yeah. that's only because he's learning. But at the same time, in this era of football, I do agree with you guys when you say, in terms of adapting to this era of football, yeah. I'm yet to I'm yet to see Jose deal with a team without spending a penny, and I've already seen that with Lampard. So, did you not see that at Porto? Um, Their team cost like five million altogether. Yeah, no, no, no. To be fair, that that is true. But I've also seen Greece win the Euros in it, and that's a cup competition. Yeah. So, like, I'm not really gonna. I'm yeah, but then, but then you saw Jose Mourinho win the UEFA Cup with Porto, a European what's name, and then the next season win the Champions League. Like, like you can't. It wasn't a fluke. Do you know what I mean? No, no, I hear, I hear that. Yeah. But, mm, I just don't. Uh, All I, I don't know. I just feel like with Jose, yeah, yeah. Ever since that time, though. Ever since that time, yeah. When has he gone to a club and? But but. The, the, He's made, he's earned his dues, bro. Like, once you're at no, the top... He has, he has, yeah. 100%. Like, he has. But I'm saying, in this era, I just feel like where you need to so, add... So, Pep, what are you saying about Pep? He's not a good manager because you haven't seen him not spend money. Always, I, think, I think Pep is a great coach, but he can't function without money. No. How, how do That's you even bad. know, though? How do you even know? And, like, what, because, what managers... that was the case, yeah? yeah? I'll give you an example, yeah? In the first season when he came to, to City... Yeah, yeah. He, had, okay. he already had an amazing squad. He okay. already had Aguero, De Bruyne, yeah. he had all them guys. Yeah. yeah. He also had decent youth as well. Yeah. If he wanted to, and if he was that great of a manager as people are saying in terms of yeah. um, coaching and all of that, okay. he could have coached some of them players. Okay, to, to so play then Rebal then, because second season, who did... Bravo. He bought Bravo, yeah. yeah, and when he decided that he weren't good <laughs> okay. enough, then bought Edison straight away. Okay, like, so apart like, from Edison, what are the players that he's bought from the second season that you feel like has transformed this Man City? What, like, um, Sane had a big but, influence. But Sane's not playing this season. Uh, no, 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 not this season he isn't. But, but what, not, what, not what I'm season. saying is the kernel of the team that flopped the first season is the still kernel of the team now. So, like, Pep coming from into a new league, <laughs> into a new club, yes, he needed some time to adjust, but really and truly, it's the same kernel of the team from the first season. Uh, am, am I right? Uh, I have to disagree. Okay, Matisse, yeah. Matisse, go. I gotta disagree because he spent upwards of a hundred and what fifty million on fullbacks. That was huge. But they're not playing. Rick, they're not really. Or oh, Walker, Walker. But they're not playing right now. But look yeah. at them. They're not playing very well. So it goes to show that he needs those fullbacks. Yeah. He needs defenders. If you look at their defense recently, it's been a shambles against Liverpool. They miss Laporte badly. They miss the width. That left back. I don't know who's playing at left back at the moment, but he's not up to the pep so, standard. So, so Matisse, he says how much he needs Mendy. So Matisse, are you are you saying that Frank's a better manager than Pep because he doesn't need no, money no, no, to no, spend no. money? Because Pep has adapted. Because Pep, Pep has shown that he can play modern yeah. era football. Like he he's shown that he can dominate. You look at Pep's Barcelona. That that had something to do with Pep. He didn't yeah. buy everyone at Barcelona. So that's why yeah. I give Pep credit. He's, yeah. He has changed like. He's had a massive influence on exactly. philosophy. He, and it's not like Pep's like, the... yeah, sorry, man. And, and it's not like Pep's like um, brought tiki-taka to every club he's gone to because Pep knows that he can't do that. And obviously, you know, I'm hearing the argument you guys are making about obviously the money Pep spent. But, you know, I, I think at the same time City signed him because they want instant success. And also, you know, look at Man City as a whole infrastructure, you know. Only like a few years ago is when they had like the, the Saudis coming in and just injecting so much money in there. It's different with us because, you know, we built 
the the academy at Cobham was like it's been like it's like fifteen years old now. Yeah, I think Mourinho started not Mourinho, our uh, Roman started getting the thing built. Um, mm. like his uh, first or second year yeah. since joining the club. So it's like we're reaping the benefits of ten yeah. years of of hard work. Remember, like when we signed guys like Scott Sinclair and that, you know, yeah. Yeah. back then we probably knew they were never going to play for us, but. That was a step I mean, in starting even, to get the quality Jose, there in that, you know? So Scott Sinclair was under Jose, and Jose, again, Jose made promises about a number of players. Even from the <laughs> yeah, first yeah, time to yeah. when he came back, we all saw the story saying that if Solanke doesn't yeah. make it, if Baker doesn't make it, if Izzy Brown, I think he mentioned Izzy Brown, if they're not England players, yeah. then blame him. So we're going to blame you for that, Jose. Yeah. But, yeah, don't you think it's mad that the Jose looked at the physical ones? This is when Boga was back in the in the club, who was probably yeah. our best player. You know, this is when like, was there. He didn't talk about those guys. Exactly, well. and <laughs> don't forget, Tammy and Solanke are the same age, and he mentioned Solanke and not Tammy. Yeah, which is which yeah, is crazy. And, yeah, of course. And he, I, I remember Tammy from back in the day. Remember when him and Solanke, Tammy was playing on the yeah. right when he got yeah. forty goals, the same as Solanke. Yeah. I've rate my dad to this day. My dad told me from the start. Tammy Abraham and Samori he said you had to look at them once. He said these Swear. guys are close level players straight. Right, I cool. At the time, I didn't even believe it. I wasn't so, even thinking. So anything. maybe your dad needs the YouTube channel and not you. Possibly. All right, cool. So wait, guys, who out of all of us stuck it on Jody when he brought it up? I know Matisse, you did. Yeah. Right, and then Nini, you was complaining about people that stuck it on Jose. So you're both yeah, on a I'm, podcast now. Go at yeah. it. Hey, you know what? Yeah. You know what? Yeah? yeah. If I didn't have that disgusting throat infection, I would have sucked on a lot of people. Yeah. Comments I've been reading on Twitter well, that yeah. day. Well, stick it's, on Matisse right now. Matisse gonna get. Yeah. Oh no, I'm real talk. Um, you know what? Jolly needs a lot of respect because with the team we're looking at right now, it's like what six academy, six seven academy guys in the squad. We have to thank this guy because he's had the vision since day one. He's been coaching these guys. He's been working in the setup of this club for years to get these guys to a level that they're ready for right now. Mm. So I personally think that he's a legend regardless of if we win everything or if we don't because yeah. of, you know, just the landmark achievement, you know. Yeah. Coaches dream of moments like this. Yeah. This is what they live for. And this is why, for me, Jody was completely right because bruv, the guy was working with Jody. I'm not working personally, but... They're in the same infrastructure day in, day out. Yeah. Of course, he's going to have a bigger insight than any of us are going to have, yeah. than any reports we're going to read. So if I personally think of Jody saying something negative or slightly sticking on Mourinho, there's justification in my opinion. Matisse, like, to be fair, you didn't really stick on Matisse, but Matisse, fire back. Well, my opinion on it is that I'm not saying Jody was wrong. Okay. I still stand to the fact that Jose was wrong. Like none, none of my opinions on Jose's video, um, Sky Sports, have changed now that he's become Tottenham manager. What he was saying was true. Our, our record against the top six hasn't been great. Mm-hmm. Um, now, obviously, he left out the axe away to make his point hammer home, but still, that's only one game out of you know maybe seven. So his point is still pretty fair um now on Jody it wasn't what it wasn't the point that he was making that I was annoyed with you know yeah. he's he's correct obviously you know you see the the clips and the videos of him saying um Joe, Jose Mourinho or other managers should be sitting in their office when an under 19 Champions League game's going on and they're not coming outside yeah. obviously that's going to annoy you it was the action um and it gave me a lot of throwbacks to drink water last year acting up on social media and I was like as assistant manager, I know everybody's human and whatnot, but yeah. this just smells of unprofessionalism. It just smells of something that can continue. It can continue. Ooh, and to be fair, yeah. Jody's banter is something... I do like Jody's banter, yeah. but 
it could be something that escalates. And I just wanted to, I, you know, I, but why I said, not, though? But, but why not? Why is, why is Mourinho allowed? I know, I know Mourinho is one thing. So why is it that, you know, winners are allowed to do whatever they want in this game? No, no, no. It's not that. Mourinho's on punditry and Lampard would know better than most that when you're on that, there's a game you've got to play. There's mm. headlines to make. Yeah. There's money to be made in it. And you have to do a job. Mm. And Jody's job is not really to get involved in that stuff. And but for me, please. he was dragging unnecessary attention but to a game against Manchester City that now will prove his point right or wrong, yeah. so to speak, to some degree. Yeah. Um, and it just wasn't necessary. Now you see Jose's at Tottenham. Yeah. This just... If this drama, well, it's not really drama yet, I guess, but it will just fuel the fire. It's yeah, it's going to escalate. We know it's going to okay. escalate. It's not oh, necessary. Yeah, yeah. That's what people's problem is. Okay, it's but, not necessary. I get why not, though, because obviously Mourinho is going to be throwing so many slide digs. Like already in, in the, uh, that press conference today yeah. at Spurs, he's basically has said that I'm going to say whatever I'm going to say, depending yeah. on the club I'm at. That's exactly. what he's basically said. Well, my, my thing is, is that we can, we've can we been doing our talking on the pitch all season, so why is yeah. that changing now? But, like, we're, 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 why can't we're, we do both? We have we're, to show people that we're not whipping boys. You know? you're, uh, you're not going to say is, things about this us. Is what, this you know? is the energy that yeah, I needed from you. Yeah, the thing is, is that we're, we're engrossed in this culture of we need to retaliate, we need to be the club that's hated. And that's all from Jose Mourinho. As I've mm. said before, when he came here, he changed the culture of the club. Mm. I don't think that's the natural culture of the club. I don't think that's something that was here before him. So I don't understand the dying need because other clubs don't do it I don't see the dying need to get involved in but you know what and especially with a young impressionable team I don't think it's necessary I I don't think young and impressionable here's the thing with our youngsters the reason why they're even playing for us right now is because these guys have been winners since they came to the club you know winning's been something they've been doing since they were little kids teenagers and now young men so when you're winning like that your mentality is completely different that's why not a single one of these guys has looked phased at all since they've been playing in the team for us. And listen, if you're Jody Morris, you've been working with these guys personally, watching them grow up to be young men, and you're going to see an ex-manager who you know has never backed these guys, are always talking shit about them, trying to say that uh, they weren't up to my my dead footballer standards, then of course you're going to come out. Oh, to, to be fair, boys, he said 100%. that after. He said that after. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. Yeah. I, I know, he, told, he told us after, but I mean, Morris is going to have a bigger insight than we're going to have. Yeah. That's just the reality of the fact. So. He's discrediting his work though, isn't it? Yeah, That's exactly. what I'm trying to say. Like, of course, he is. Yeah. You're right, man. Before, yeah, you can't yeah. discredit um, what Lampard and Jody have done, yeah? And this is not even just now. Remember, yeah? They were they were starting Mount and Tomori for Derby. They've been working with these players yeah. for a while, bro. But it's not just, yeah. like, just now. So you can't be coming in talking about Mount. Oh, Mount shouldn't be playing against Man United. Yeah, 100%. And now Mount is doing all this now. 100%. And now you're still saying you're worried when these times, the Man yeah, United is the beginning of the season. Yeah. And now, we're, we're how many games in? Mount has got four goals and like a couple of assists. And you're still talking crud, saying, yeah. oh. <laughs> exactly. Of yeah. course. And that's why Morris is right. That's why he was right to come out and stick it on Mourinho. And to protect, and to protect the players as well. Like, obviously, yeah. that's his job. And like, one thing I, I don't get is that Mourinho at Chelsea has said a lot of shit and he's been, um, he's been like the most unprofessional manager we've had and Chelsea fans have loved it. Jody exactly. Morris comes out and people are you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. Consistency, innit? That's yeah, what I'm asking exactly. for. Keep it consistent. 100%. Proper Chelsea boy as well, you know. In it. In it. This we, guy, this guy, well, Morris like, himself. Yeah. I guess, you know, I, guess, I, no, I, I just mean, didn't, I, I didn't take it from yeah, and I just see it as business, and like I said, he's on, he's on, he's on Sky Sports, and I, then, I expect the thing is, is, I expect that from him, so I don't really feel the need myself. I wouldn't retaliate when I hear that because it's Mourinho. Like, what do you, what do you expect? Obviously, he's gonna say shit. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But at the end of the day, 
I, I just feel like the talking is being done. You know what I mean? I feel like we're doing the but talking. I, feel I don't like, feel like any player needs anybody to stick up for them or anything. I feel like our league position yeah. is the proof in the pudding. Like, there's nothing to say. Yeah. His words are just, he's just speaking out of but bitterness because but he didn't... wasn't the one to bring through the players. But yeah, Matisse, 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 Matisse. Matisse. Oh, sorry, man, continue. Yeah. Sorry, man. I'll, I'll, yeah, you can come in after. But what I'm saying is, you have to talk crud when you're on top. You can't talk crud when you're exactly. losing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so like it's okay and you know what I like the fact that we've got a, a duo with Lampard being the professional one he probably won't come out and say shit but then Jody yes. will come out and be the little yeah so I don't know I liked it Nini what was you going to say? Yeah I was, um, yeah, that's what was the centre I was going to share the same thing basically I mean you know as I'm saying um, yeah, when I look at football yeah I try and apply it to real life. Anytime I talk about things, I like to apply what I'm saying. Like, how is it going to work in the real world? And we've all played football. We've been part of clubs. We know what the dressing room dynamics are like. I can just imagine all those young guys, yeah, seeing Jose talking shit. Of course, they were talking about in the changing room. And this is what Mourinho does. He's about those mind games. He's probably thinking, he wasn't expecting a reply back. And let's be serious for me, I thought Morris's reply was a bit tame. So I was a bit surprised by people... I was just, I just, I'd expect a bit more fire, but maybe I, that's like my yeah. character, you know what Mat- I mean? People Matisse, can't always what, be like that. What were you going to say, Matisse? Do, do you know what? I'd actually prefer to reply in a press conference. Like, if you're going to do it, let's do it right. Do you know what I mean? Like, for me, Twitter, it, it, it probably went unnoticed. It was so brushed under the carpet, like, by, yeah. by the media. It was kind of just for fans. And then when you see, like, block and mute, I'm like, man, I, do we really I need this? Do you know what I mean? Like, we've got people like Eunice getting blocked. I'm like, come on, man. No, but I mean, I'm manager, sorry. Yeah. Yes. He deserved it for obviously directing it out. Morris and, and I'm yeah. trying to explain that the emotional context is obviously we all, we all react by emotions, but human beings, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, we're not just robots, we're going to hear things, let it slide. And yeah. with a guy like Mourinho, you know, it's been like what's two or three subtle slight things he said 100. in the press conference since he signed for Spurs in the space of two days. More subtleties, more subtleties. This is what he, we know him. It's about mm. those mind games. It's about it, trying to put pressure on the young guys. Yeah, put right. it this way: yeah, you talk, if you tried to talk kind of about Drogba, Terry, or Lampard back in the day when they were banging, when they were banging goals, and they, and he brought them through, and he was not brought them through, but they were on the form that they were on with Jose. If any manager had tried to say anything about them, Mourinho would have come out. He would have he would have been dashing grenades for your letterbox. Right. And, and if if you do that about Mount Tammy or Tomori, Morris is coming yeah, to exactly you. Exactly, what I'm saying. And and Jody's like Jody's one of us, isn't he? He's one of our oh, era. Yeah, but just just to pose this question. Go on. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just to pose this question. Do you okay? So say we get into this mental warfare with probably the best man to do it. Do you think we can win it? That's yeah. a serious question. But it's not about winning it. It's about just. Well, it is a little bit because that, that stuff takes to the pitch. So, it can so, have an effect. So, and I, I don't think, I know this team's mentality is strong, but I don't think we could should <laughs> say that they're indestructible in terms of mentality. We've seen big teams crushed on the pitch because of mind, mind, mind games, games in the press up before I, I the game. Rio has been master of controlling games outside the pitch. So I, I, do you think we can afford to get into a battle? Oh, okay, but let, let me ask you this. Uh, sorry, I, I keep interrupting. Go, on, go, 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 Let's get go. passionate, innit? Go. I was just going to say very quickly so I can stop yapping on. Yeah. Um, obviously, do you think Mourinho's as powerful as he was back in the day? He has the potential to... Yeah. And I don't know the potential that's currently yeah. right now. Is he? Does he have the same power? No, no. definitely not. Exactly. But, he, but, but you have to... He set the same and it's so high. He's yeah. still, he's still probably the best. Yeah, like, yeah. But those guys, let me, let me, let me, let me come in. Let me, let me come in. Let me come in. So, so yeah, he's, he's not as powerful as he was back in the day, but he's not powerless. 
And like he's one of the best in in terms of shit talking, in terms of like, like the speaking game, he's one of the best in the games. I hear you, Matisse, in terms of do you think we can win in the war of words with Jose? But I mean, is that a reason <laughs> to stop? Like that's going out like a pussy. Like, like we can't be like, yeah, no, we can't win this. this. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, so let's let's move on. All right, all right, let's move on. Um, unless any of you guys, you got anything to say to add to the Jose thing? Nah, nah. Let's nah do you know what? Just yeah, if he's gonna do it, I want to see it at the press conference. I'm not gonna lie. Team yeah. Morris, I want to see. Right, team <laughs> Morris, I want to see it, right. it anywhere. Any, in it, in it, any, anyone, anyone can get it anywhere. In it. All right, cool. <laughs> Twitter's uh, irrelevant. <laughs> all right. Um, international matches. Obviously, Hudson Odoi played. A lot of people started texting me because they know I'm a Chelsea fan. They know Hudson's my boy. And I feel like he had a stinker. But then some people, I saw some Chelsea fans tweeting like um, a, a rating from like who scored or whatever saying, oh, look, they gave him 6.7. He didn't have a bad match. But what do you guys think? Do you think he had a good match? Or what do you think about Hudson's match? Jermaine, you can go first. He was horrible. Yeah, it was bad. And... <laughs> wow. I can't lie to you. I was man. crying. I was like, I was like, oh, Hudson, why are you doing this it, to me? It hurt, innit? It hurt like every it was your pass, son. Every pass that he was misplacing, I was like, bro, he was giving the ball away, which was like so unlike him. So many, like, yeah. ball away, like simple passing. I was just like, nah, this is, this is caning me it's right now. probably the worst I've seen him play, you know? Yeah. It, it's up there, it's, it's funny because I personally didn't even watch the match because I've seen the opposition. I'm like, I'm not judging nobody's performance off this. Same way I don't get overly gassed if Barkley plays a good game against Montenegro. I don't get overly gassed if, you know, Hudson Odoi throws in a stinker. But what I, my, my thoughts on that is, is is he is one of those players where, and it's been documented so well from like fathers of sons in the academy. Yeah. He's one of those players that, one, he will try anything. So when he does it and when nothing's coming off, he will look awful. Like, mm. there's no question. Wingers like that who are willing to take on their man all the time, they're willing to try new things, try new skills, because that's what makes them so, so rare. When they're having a stinker, it will be a stinker. Like, like Matisse, no doubts about Matisse. it. So, do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm kind of prepared for that because I, I, get that, I understand but... the risks he's going to take to try and change games so but, to speak but Matisse you didn't watch the match and what was What's kind of match? weird <laughs> <laughs> what, what was weird what was weird about the match was that actually when he was taking on players he was fine but he number one he didn't do that that much so the first game I can't remember what game it was was it against Serbia or whatever what I liked him about the game um, I think it was his second game for England like what I liked about that game was he always took the player on like every single time he took, he took the player on so he was dangerous but this match Number one, he was doing a lot of passing and every single pass he was making was going astray. And number two, he wouldn't take anyone on. And he took people on like a few times and when he, whenever he was taking people on, he was good. But when it was the passing, everything was just casual. It was... And forget about the passing, just like movement off the ball, trying to get in the game. He just didn't mm-hmm. seem like it was in it. I don't know what you thought, Nini. Um, You know, I, I sort of keep it real again. Obviously, that period was peak for me because I was ill and you know when I can't like obviously work or do anything like that I do get a bit depressed and it's just like I'm just blocking out all football because it's like you know I can't really get involved right now you know what I mean so I can only go by people's opinions afterwards obviously seeing the highlights and then you know it's looking like he didn't play like his greatest game now I agree with Matisse you know of course you know we're playing against poor position let's not hold it obviously um you know too strongly against the player but I think the only thing I can say is that mm. you know when we're seeing players at like 18, 19 we really ain't seeing that much about them like mm. I remember Cristiano Ronaldo now if he had told me that Ronaldo was going to become a player that was going to be getting 
you know, more goals and appearances every single season for like, what, eight, nine years consecutively, yeah. I wouldn't have believed you. Back when I remember when he was 18, but playing for Man United. But your dad might have guessed that, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, listen, listen. I remember him back then. He was very skillful, but very inconsistent. I think that's what happens. Yeah. When your players that age, you know, you're not and that consistency don't come yeah. for for a while. I I don't think people are getting on Hudson for not being consistent, but I think it's okay to judge players by performance. So if a player's oh, yeah. had a bad performance, it's okay to say it because some people, oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. some people try to act like he didn't have a bad performance, and there's no point in lying. But one thing that might have been playing in his mind, we all know he had the injury, and we all remember that RLC played on the shit pitch and got injured. Um, yeah. by the same way and that was, that pitch was shit and so one of the yeah. reasons why he might have not have been running or making space or etc etc because like it was just weird to not see him take on a player so I think mm. one of the reasons he might have just been worried I, I don't want to do this shit again that's actually a sick point because obviously the Ajax game when we played them obviously away yeah. I thought the pitch was awful as yeah. I kept saying there was yeah. like a David Guetta concert the night before yeah. a Champions League game against yeah. Ajax and us you know what I mean Yeah, and maybe you got a point, you know. Obviously, yeah. you know, you know that the emotional side of players is something that us fans don't really get that 100%. context into or hear things about. Yeah. But it's like if you're young, you know, you've got a massive opportunity to make something happen. You've got competition in front of you from yeah. Pulisic and other attacking players. If you're gonna play, I'm not gonna say inconsequential games, but you know, in conditions that are so poor, you're quite young, you're going to get nervous. And yeah. I think, is it any surprise why, you know, those two scenarios, Hudson hasn't looked his normal self? Yeah. I don't think so. I, I think he just needs a bit of confidence and some time to fully trust yeah. his body again. Yeah, I feel like, yeah. I feel like he doesn't want to risk it because he didn't even want to commit to challenges. Yeah. And I've seen Hudson before and he, defensively he commits, but that game, he wasn't committing to challenges. He wasn't trying to run too much. Mm-hmm. Everything was passing, but the passing was off. But yeah, like, it's okay to say that he had a bad game. I think he had a stinker. Um, but yeah. also, we're talking about another young player and we're linked with him heavily. And I know, Matisse, you're a big fan. I'm not sure about you, Nini. Um, Jermaine, I kind of know. But Sancho, he played the first game. And again, I don't really see Sancho playing that well for England. Um, so I don't know if you guys watch him for Dortmund, but I kind of un- want to understand why everyone's so hot on Sancho. But the th- the thing is, last year is he broke so many records, and I watched him heavily last year. He was so dangerous. On You're not both lying sides. to me. People... You're not lying. You actually watched Dortmund. No, no, I really watched okay. him because I was I was watching Dortmund mainly for Royce because Royce is so injury prone, and he's one of those players that I've always loved. But I'm, I'm I'm wondering why he's not making his big move and all this stuff. And I'm like, let me just watch Royce a little bit more this season. Okay. I didn't even know who Sancho was I'm not going to lie like I've seen him in obviously I've seen him in the, the youth cup final for City but I didn't pay no notice of him I was like it's, yeah, he's, he's made a move good luck to him yeah. it's sort of none of my concern you know what I mean he's not coming to Chelsea yeah. and then I see him break through and he made Royce look like he made he made things so easy for Royce he was changing the game from the right hand side and I know on the left hand side it's very easy to do maybe as a right footed player because it's very you know, obvious what your what your main go to is. You're going to cut inside, but even on the right, he was dangerous. Mm. Showing skill, he was cut, making cutbacks, a lot of assists. So when I seen him last season, he just he seemed to have something a little bit different that we don't have, which is he just seemed to have that. But he did have that burst of acceleration, but he also had the the final product. Yeah. Um. And then you know maybe that that little extra push of having Pulisic behind you was something that spurred him on. I don't know, you know, this season he's just, he obviously is not looking anywhere near as good. It's so, maybe a, so, that's why people are starting you know to doubt. Yeah, like obviously, obviously, you know what? 
I have watched him play a few games live because you know the Bundesliga on BC Sport. It's on at decent times. With yeah. Most times, you know, yeah. if you've got nothing else to do. You yeah. can watch yeah. it. You know, Sancho at the start of the season was on fire. Yeah, he was. He, he was. He was on fire. Yeah. I remember the game against I think Augsburg is what I watched. I think he got like was it like two assists and a goal or something. I can't remember the way he played the game. My and that's what I look for. I look for that confidence. I look for that panache. You yeah. know what. How are you affecting it? Not just doing like nice, jolly things that's not damaging teams. No. Yeah. How are you affecting the game? Sancho had that in abundance and I've seen him play at that time and time again. Yeah. He can keep the ball. He's strong. He can yeah. beat his man. And I just think currently, listen, this is maybe all this like uh, this transfer hype around him is, is affecting his concentration. It, it, it happens. Right? Yeah. Could do, maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Could like, do. Murata came out. Murata came out saying that, obviously, but he knew that he wasn't going to be at Juventus. It was kind of like, then what am I really doing here? Because it, it means nothing. Murata is like, just trash, bro. Murata that hits your... Yeah, Forget what, what that example. Forget that example there, man. Yeah. Forget Murata. Forget yeah. that example. <laughs> but, but I understand. When you have thousands of Chelsea fans flooding your mentions with the same photo, it starts to take some sort of... It will, you'll start to know that you're... You know what I mean? You know what's going on. Like you, mm. then It's playing in the back of your mind a little bit. And it sounds like he's going to move because the director of football is not talking like as if they're going to you know, desperately hang on to him in the summer. They're sounding like they're going to make right. peace with the situation. So, so, since, since you that might be So since you, you two are here and you've both seen like Sancho fans, who would you say is the bigger talent out of Sancho and Hudson? I still go Hudson because for me, Hudson is... He's like, from what I've seen in the youth games especially, he yeah. is just like jaw-dropping stuff like yeah. Sancho is great make no mistake and yeah. he can take a game by the scruff of the neck and he can really like Nini said he's got the panache he's got the confidence he can impose a game yeah. but Hudson has done stuff I have never like I haven't seen at youth level like yeah. literally and maybe I haven't been following it long enough but from the ages that I started watching it right. he's done stuff on the bro. pitch that I'm just like what is going you, on you like should, it's you, madness Matisse yeah. you should have seen Kakuta bro you should have seen Kakuta maybe yeah maybe I missed out on Kakuta that is a big call Unbelievable! That guy's <laughs> Wow, what a player he was! You know, you know. Obviously, um, I saw. Uh, you know, I'm one of those geeks. You know, I've seen some of the youth games live. You know, obviously going to Stamford Bridge, I'm always there to watch the cup games and the mm. semi-final, final. I remember that game and we completely destroyed Man City. That had you know yeah. Sancho, Diaz, Foden. Um, that that Lyskin centre back at the time they had. You know, that was like Man City's best ever youth team. You're talking about Hudson right here. Yeah, I'm talking about Hudson. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying that game Hudson played in, yeah. he played the rest of those guys off the park. And yeah. Those guys are very good. So, I mean, Diaz is at Madrid. Yeah. Um, Sancho, you know, Dortmund. These are serious players. Yeah. Hudson was younger than them. Yeah. And he, I mean, he was just by far the best player. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's a few players like him, um, Boga, Kakuta. Mm. They've been the three best ones I've seen from yeah. like a technical point of view and it's like for me it's the first time we finally brought in like a youth team baller into the team yeah. and like <laughs> use them properly do you, you know it's do, like do you guys think that Hudson's um, different since he's come back from injury in terms yeah. of yeah, yeah. 100% yeah, oh, no, yeah, definitely, definitely. 100%. three seasons three seasons yeah alright talk three about tell, tell me the differences tell me the differences you've noticed in gameplay wise he when I remember back to last preseason against Arsenal, that was a massive indicator for me. He 
the burst I, obviously he's still got the pace now and he's yeah. definitely accelerated and come back a lot faster than everyone else yeah. that we would have assumed from an injury like that but he, his pace was a different level against in, in last preseason like he was explosive and I can't say he's explosive now I just say that he's probably you know above average so he's still skipping past people yeah. but he's still having his gifts against Arsenal he was explosive and yeah. I wouldn't say he would if, if Bellerin didn't have the injury that he had I wouldn't say prime Bellerin or someone who was a fully fit Bellerin I don't say Hudson's skipping past him now like he was in the preseason yeah. it was a different ball game back then Nini. so he's yeah. Nini what was you going to say hey, for me man I just think the difference with Hudson right now is that he's looking very safe he's playing yeah. too safe I've not seen Hudson play safe like this you yeah. know Hudson's a guy that is willingly looking to take someone on yeah. he plays a skill with the panache I'm not seeing the five star skills out right now that's yeah. Hudson Odoi you know he wants to express himself when he plays yeah. and that's why he's been rare for so long and, I, and it goes back to your point Dan you know this is the thing mm. you didn't have a pre-season that's when you build your confidence and that's how you build that fitness there yeah. and he's doing that through in the middle of not in the middle at the start of the season and before is two completely different things and then maybe growing up to you know another thing we forget with young players is that you know he's still growing yeah. I mean he ain't stopped yet you know physically he's still developing yeah. you know there's periods where you have to adjust your body Ruben spoke about that there was a time when Ruben was like looking and he was 19 yeah. he looks a bit like um, a bit safe a bit not, I'm not going to say like McTomney but, but he looks a bit explosive. looking like his normal yeah. self that yeah. I'd seen you team days where he's just yeah. gliding past people destroying people yeah Jermaine I, th- I think I think his mentality has changed a little bit yeah. in terms of um I don't like. I'm, I don't know for sure, but last season when he came into the team and he was playing, obviously the Chelsea fans were all on his side in terms of breaking into the team. Everybody thought he should start. Yeah. He was almost a dead set to start over Willian. Yeah, and yeah. he's coming to this team now, and I don't know after signing the contract. I don't know whether he's thought that it was going to be a little bit easier than than it is to to yeah. get into the team. Yeah, I don't think Hudson is like that. But I'm saying as an 18, well, 18, 19-year-old, mm. it's easy to, to jump the gun and get ahead of yourself in terms of like once you're once you're there, you think to yourself, oh, yeah, cool, I've yeah. done my job now, I'm in the team. And now that Pulisic is showing up the way he is, yeah. and Willian is, is you know... <laughs> On fire. Yes. Yeah, it's like, now it's like, oh, shit, like, I actually have to work to get back into this team. And now that he's, I, I don't know whether it's like, now that he's seen that, it's kind of, you know, taking a toll on him mentally, like in terms of when he's playing his yeah. games, he's like Nini said, he's trying to be a little bit safe because he's trying yeah. to try not to make mistakes. Yeah, and he's not, and he has a preseason where he can try those flicks and tricks and all that but, kind of stuff. Yeah, well, well I was gonna say Arsenal, that. Make no mistake, that Arsenal game was because it was a preseason game as well. Yeah. You can be free, you can play like that. But also, he he was mad. He was seventeen at that point, like, and seventeen yeah. year olds anyway, when they come through, they don't have any kind of sense of Caring. don't, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, don't try this, don't try that. But also but, just. It's just a point adding that he shouldn't have he shouldn't have that with like he shouldn't be withdrawn now. He's what nineteen. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? He's not yeah. old. He's not. He's but the thing the thing that's changed now is his contract for me. He's now on so much money. There's there's a lot of there's added pressure on him whether we like it or not. Yeah. Um. After after all that contract saga with his whole team and everything with the with the whole dispute of the club and money wise and everything that went on and now he's okay. got this big right. massive bump of right. contract. Right. There's pressure. What I will say is when he came back for the first like three games, wasn't you all impressed? <laughs> wasn't you all saying, "Raw, I can't believe how good he is since he's come back." Yeah. Right. So, like, I feel like sometimes we could just forget about that. When he came back, he was like a, a fucking assist 
factory. Like, like he was trying things. He was trying things. He was doing amazing things. Yeah, he's had a, la- a little dip in form, but I think what Jermaine was saying in terms of, I he might have thought that when he came back, he was going to walk into the team and he'll never lose his spot. As Mount has never lost, Mount's spot has never come into contention. Abraham's spot's never come into contention. So he may have thought that. But one thing I have liked about Lampard is I was worried, and I was worried with Loftus-Cheek as well, because Loftus-Cheek had to fight for his spot last season. And I was worried that Lampard was going to gift all of our young players a spot. But to see Reese on the bench, even though Reese has come in and done well every single time, and to see like the fact that he's given Pulisic the start ahead of Hudson, I'm glad yeah. because you can't gift things. Like, Hudson's already got a massive contract. You can't gift him a spot. He has to work for it. And so like I trust Lampard and I trust Jody. Um, in how they're operating. One thing I will say, after the match, like, because um, obviously Tomori made his first cap and obviously Mount scored and Tammy scored. And so, like, they were all tweeting. I think Jody was tweeting, them guys were tweeting, well done, Tammy, well done, Mount, well done, um, Tomori. And, and that's, that's got to hurt to see all of them guys mention, you played and you played the most minutes and no one's saying anything about you. It's like, almost like you didn't play, so... I'm sure that he's gonna, his ego is going to be bruised, but I feel like... What? Again, yeah. and I hate to say it, I like that. I yeah, I like, like it. that might have been a thing. I, I feel like, like it. that might be something to say, listen, boy, yeah. you're, not, you're, you're, not the, you're not the guy yet. Yeah. Remember when this was all going on, everyone was like, hand him the number 10 shirt. Yeah. No, hand him some things, don't hand him everything. 100. Don't give it all on a silver, silver platter, because this boy, he still has to work. And he, as, as, as talented as he is, like I said, he's probably the best academy player I've seen, really, yeah. since I started watching academy football. Yeah. He still has to work. And that's why I'm so in favour of Sancho coming in, because I feel like, yes, they're friends, but there will be that competitive yeah. rivalry. And we'll need to replace William's age. Yeah. And, and Pedro as well. We'll need somebody who's just as good. I don't want any bench player coming I in. I want you. someone who's like, I want us to be like, who the hell I starts? You. I that, that just drives competition. I like your energy. I yeah. like your energy. So who would you guys say our best under 21 player is then, since you really like Hudson? Is, do you feel like he's our best? Or is it, obviously, Reese James got a man of the match for the under 21s. He got like the player of the year last season or the season before over Hudson. Um, I don't know if you guys like Mount more or Tammy more. Or you you don't even have to pick. We can move on. I can pick. Who, um, Matisse, what are you oh, saying? Raw, right now, right now I have to say Reese because Reese looks yeah. complete. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Reese, Reese looks really complete. Do, do like, you, even at Wigan last year, he looked, yeah. he was, when, like, I was impressed with him at right back. But, yeah. I, you know, I, I wasn't surprised. Obviously, he's playing his natural position. I was like, go, yeah. go on, Reese. But when he moved into centre midfield yeah. and then he's wearing the armband the last game, I'm like, this kid is special. Mm-hmm. And every time he's played this season, he's been. <coughs> so, yeah, Reese, Nini, what were you saying? You know what? I'm just thinking, I don't know. I've got just a completely different outlook to the whole thing. Yeah. Because, you know, Hudson's a player that I've seen for a few years now. So mm. I, I feel like I kind of, like, n- like know the player, like, a bit more. You yeah. know, of course, you know... You I've feel like your personal friends. friends. Sorry, man. You feel like your personal friends with him? <laughs> 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 no, no not even like that. I mean, okay, I, mean like, I, I understand that like, the player, because like, I know what he can do, basically. Yeah. I know... Yeah. what he can't do, what he can do, because yeah. I've seen him do it. I just think it's a case you guys have just been a bit patient. I, I just think it. he hasn't even played enough games. He hasn't played enough minutes yeah. yet for us to really start having concrete opinions. Yeah. I feel like we're kind of projecting a tiny bit too. Like obviously, I know the contract and that, you know, big contract, spotlight's going to be on him. Yeah. Credit to Lampard and Morris. They've done it sick. 
Yeah. Uh, making sure that there's been no spotlight on Hudson Adoy just yet. Yeah. You know, you brought up that point of him praising uh, the other players and yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? That's what they're trying to do because just yeah. remember, these guys have known Hudson for years. Yeah. He ain't new to them, so they know what he can do. And if yeah. Lampard is doing the most, talking to Hudson, reassuring him, yeah. then Lampard believes in him. I think he's the best young player that we have. I don't think that when he feels fully comfortable in his body again, then we'll see what he can really yeah. do. And that's just why Lampard is not, um, you know, that's just what you were saying before, is Lampard is going to play all these uh, young boys from the academy, favouritism. That's what I mean by the projection. I knew that wasn't going to be the case. So it's going to be about mm. instilling the mentality because all these young guys, imagine how many sick players we've had in our, our youth teams, like a, a ridiculous amount of talent. These guys have been competing every single day, every yeah. single week yeah. to get into that first team. So they're seasoned. Yeah. They've been conditioned for this type of stuff, you know? I just think, give it some time. I bet by the time January, February comes, we'll be seeing Hudson differently and then it's going to be the long game with him. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think that anyone on this podcast doesn't rate him. I think all of us rates him to the highest regard. Yeah. Jermaine, what, what do you think in terms of our best young prospect under 21? I think, so I think obviously it's, it's interesting to start with because it's one, one's attack and one's defence. Yeah. But um, for me, I think longevity-wise as well, I feel like Reese James is going to be the most amazing talent you've seen. Okay, why? Because I feel like going forward, he's probably a better crosser than Hudson already. Ooh, like, no and, and Hudson's good. No, no, you, no, no, no you're right. Like, no, I'm you're right. Joking. He's a better... No, he is. Yeah. No, you're right. Because Reese has yeah. been known to be... Yeah, like, even even back in the youth team days, as the best crosser in the club, so that's yeah. his reputation. He's, so had he's already he's already better crosser yeah. than our wingers. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the thing. Second thing is he's built like um, a man already. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. he's he's already shown how easy it is to shrug off. We're talking about um, class wingers, yeah, that have been terrorizing these these um, mm. um, right backs and left backs. Yeah. yeah. And he just made it look so not, easy. Not even just class wingers, but like the, the Hulk. I, I heard like the Hulk. He's one of the strongest wingers. And apparently yeah. he yeah, handled yeah. him. He's yeah. an old man, though. Let's be serious. He's kind of old now. Yeah, so. but yeah, but, yeah but, but that's strength. But like the older you get, the stronger you are. So like... You it's an 18-year-old to be bouncing a Hulk. That's, that's yeah, madness. exactly. Don't try yeah. to play that yeah, now. Yeah. But go, go on, Jermaine. But then I just and I and I just feel like as well the the mentality that he has and and yes. Dan you spoke about like yes. the way he looks so focused yeah and the way That's he just looks say. so fixed on becoming like he's you can almost see that he wants to become the best player yeah. in his position in the world yeah but he doesn't say a word about it I've never heard him I feel speak like those are the ones yeah you need to watch out yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I told you it's the yes. silent ones you have to yeah so like my my whole thing is. We spoke earlier about Cristiano Ronaldo and Nini. You said that you never, you couldn't picture him be, becoming the player that scored that many goals. I feel like one thing people kind of underestimate is when you're looking at a player and projection is the mentality. So like Cristiano Ronaldo from when he was young, whenever he lose a game, he'd cry. Not even like a final. Most games he'd cry because he hated losing. And I feel like when it like that's the like when I see Reese, he just seems like he's so focused. And to be fair with Hudson, I'm not gonna pretend like I know. I feel like he's focused too. But I feel like just in terms of for some reason, I just feel like Reese. I don't know. When I look into his eyes, it's just like all he cares about. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like 
Yeah, Rock, so, like honestly, yeah, hundred percent. So he's a captain for us in the future yeah, as well. Yeah, like, so, yeah, you've said that, Jermaine. You have, yeah, one hundred percent. Like I can just see it from yeah. now. He's but, definitely a captain. But for what, us in what the I will say is that so far, the one that's kind of really shown me the kind of like for me because I like attacking players and I like skills and all that type of stuff. So yeah. Hudson, I'll go Hudson. All right. So the only thing that I'll talk about is I, I guess this kind of feeds in because Mikel said that Hazard doesn't train. <laughs> Well, exactly, exactly. And so, what I was going to say, this kind of ties in because everyone is always saying Hazard can score twenty goals, Hazard can score thirty goals, but I don't think he had that mentality that you need no. that Cristiano has or whatever. So, I think, um, yeah, we won't like do a subject on that. But one of the reasons why I think yeah. Lampard is good is because Lampard it has that mentality we're talking about. Lampard <laughs> is one of those players that started and everyone was doubting him, but then he kind of metamorphosized from like a caterpillar to a butterfly and to have that as yeah. the manager of our team instilling that mentality of all of our young players I feel like that will like go good for our team but Jermaine you yeah Jermaine you done a tweet about our defense and I think you compared our defense from last season to this season and, yeah and yeah and so like what did you say in that why did you ask that tweet and what did you find when you um replies because I just found that one of the, like, I I, try, I was trying to look at, basically, I, I didn't really get the tweet across how I wanted it to come across, but I just wanted to see what people were just going to say, just off, like, just looking at it and what they would find straight yeah. away. Okay. And a lot of people came came with, straight away they said, pace. Straight away, that was the first oh, thing they said. Oh, P&P. Yeah, they said okay. a lot of pace and power in that in in the in the back line that we could potentially have now moving yeah. forward yeah. Um, compared to the last one. And I just felt like, a lot of the time when we were conceding goals last season, a lot of our players were just getting breezed by, like yeah. Alonso at left back, yeah. getting breezed every single time. Yeah. Then it was David Luiz coming across to help. Yeah. He was getting breezed yeah. every single time. Yeah. And obviously that leaves only Rudiger, the only one with pace. And yeah. we all know one defender can't defend against three or four yeah. players. Yeah. And then you've got Asper de Quetta, yeah. who's at right back, whose last yeah. world-class performances were at centre-back in a three. Yeah. So that... That was what I was trying to basically. You was trying to that, say that, you, you was asking them. Do you notice that now our defense is black, and so now, <laughs> and so now we, now we got now pace. Continue. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. We've we've all seen the hundred meters Olympics, so we know we know what's going on. Um, well, I just feel like there's a mad mad difference this year in terms of yeah. even across the board. I think everybody's comfortable with the ball. I feel like there's such a difference. Uh, three of three of our players out of the four. Last year, I'd say, weren't as comfortable as they as they are now this season. Like in terms of, it was only Louise for me yeah. that was like really comfortable on the ball. Alonso yeah. used to panic. Aspilicueta wasn't that yeah. great on the ball at right back. But at the beginning of the season, people were saying that Zuma wasn't good on the ball, and I don't get because I feel like Zuma loves running forward. Like he's so fast on the ball coming forward. But like yeah. I know he was jittery and he caused the the penalty against United. But I feel like he's he's good on the ball. I think he's good enough. I don't. He carries it well. Yeah, he can. Well, I feel like his passing can always improve, but yeah. his 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 the way he carries the ball as well. I think he yeah. carries it well, but that's that's debatable in terms of like obviously his passing because he has made some nice passes as well. To be fair to him, so. yeah. All right, so I guess a question for you guys: Where do you feel like we were stronger last season compared to this season? Um, obviously, uh, chance creation, that's the, the, the biggest thing, you know, be, I feel like every five minutes, we're creating something, uh, good. So well, I think, sorry, last time, I mean, it's not, 
I I felt sorry for Sorry. Yeah. He didn't have the right conditions at all, and it's just that like, it was always going to be a year sacrifice, basically. You but know? Did, but did I you, think. Did you understand my time, question? Did yeah, you sorry, man. Because I said, where were we stronger last year than this year? Oh, sorry. Yeah. I, I had I flip it like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we were stronger last year in terms of how we controlled things and how yeah, we play yeah. out from the back. I thought I've never seen us start the back that good. Yeah. That game against Man City when we beat them at home, I think that's. That was one of my. Uh, that's one of the best ever performances at uh, this decade, I'd say, because mm. I thought we were so in control. Yeah. Man City are known for their intense high pressing. You know, we were playing passes in our penalty books yeah. to beat that. Pre- yeah. You've got to be seriously confident and good at what you do to play like that against Man City. And the, the goals and the counter attacks we create from those opportunities too. Yeah. I kind of feel like if we could just add, maybe it's a team get sold off. We could add. Like thirty percent of that control out from the back, but I mean, a serious team. Mate- yeah. I agree. I agree with that. And Kepa was instrumental in that. And I feel like even he's in his yeah. distribution this season has gone a little bit down. He's given the ball away yeah. a lot. A lot no of times. to really pass through for him. Really. Yeah, his his passing has been wayward. Sometimes he's given it away in stupid positions. When that she conceded like yeah. really yeah. dangerous opportunities from it. But one thing with that is that. Um, Last year, Sarri didn't have Zuma. Now, the thing that you're just touching on about Zuma with the passing is the only little concern I have with him. When he has time and space, I have no doubts he can switch the play, no yeah. problem with that. Yeah. Um, and I know I have no doubts he can drive the ball out from the back and, you know, he might be able to, you know, progress the ball. But when you're talking about playing how we played last year with tight spaces, I don't know if Zuma in terms of working his feet, is quick enough to do that. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the big reasons why Christensen is still rated so highly is because that's one of the things that he does a lot better than Zuma is he, his, the connection from brain to feet is much faster when it comes to receiving the ball. Yeah. What do you do next? Um, so I don't know if we're going to get that back, to be honest, because again, I think Sarri was working on that a lot. That was like key to his philosophy. It was all about Jorginho coming, taking the ball in tight situations yeah. and then Kovacic and Loftus Sheet has acres of space, and it's just about you know relieving yeah. pressure and taking the ball. Okay. I don't think we're. I don't think our whole game's like transfixed on that anymore. Yeah. So I don't expect it to be as good. Okay, so Nini, you talk. You talked about the Man City match. Do you remember what yeah. midfield started that Man City match when we won at home? What midfield? I know Kante, Kova, and Jorginho. Okay, it, was, cool. it was them three. It was them three. And what about the cup final guys? The the Carling Cup finals because we we drew with them essentially until they beat us on penalty. Yeah. What? What was uh, it? Was it Kovacic? I think it was Kovacic, Jorginho, and Kante again. I think. I think yeah. it's the same. It's the same. Other than the game we lost six 0 to, where you know, I'll still stand by the fact that the players did it to themselves. <laughs> yeah, we, we used the same midfield basically. Yeah, but yeah. but the the six 0 Barkley started that match because I remember he did the head yeah. back. Yeah. So oh, Barkley. So, oh. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I've seen all your tweets and your videos about Barkley. <laughs> I know you don't no, rate no him. Comment. No yeah, comment. but what I'm saying is, when we play those three. And I'm going to get into the Man City game because obviously that's the game coming up. But when we've played those three midfield, we've seemed to have done well against them. Is it just me? Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course, because our midfield is, is is we've got a top class midfield. We've 100%. got like an amazing midfield. And um, listen, I feel confident about the Man City game. I'm, I'm, okay. I know I'm kind of like getting off topic of time. No, no, bit, this is the topic. This is the, we're yeah. talking about Man City. Go on. Yeah, that's what I mean. Obviously, I'm just going to use that the Liverpool games okay. as an example yeah. like, that we played them recently. I thought that you know we took the game to Liverpool like I haven't seen any team do. Yeah. So I feel like we can just apply that same energy to Man City this Saturday, and I think you know the players are going to be up for it. So what team? What team are you guys starting if you was in charge? Um, the, the same team that played Liverpool, basically. What, when? Which match? The the Super Cup? The 
I'll, I'll be basically, obviously, you know, it would be that the same midfields. Um, obviously, I, I guess Pulisic over Hudson right now, just for form reasons. Yeah. Um, Tamori, Zuma, uh, you know, they'd continue. And obviously, Emerson and I think Reese would have to play because, yeah. um, you know, let's give us a different dimension when we need it. You know, City are going to leave spaces in the middle where, you know, Reese can tuck in and really yeah. help us out at times. So, uh, does, anyone the disagree, does anyone disagree with that team? As long as it's four three three, um, and and yeah, Kovacic, four, three, three. Can, yeah, yeah, four three three, um, Kovacic, Kante, Jorginho, midfield. That's my main, main like concern. That's my main thing. Um, would every would anybody start mounting this game? What's the situation with your thoughts there? No. You know what? Oh, I'm thinking maybe Mountain William, maybe and maybe Pulisic coming on. Okay. I think Mountain needs to start. Jermaine, you said no. Go into it. Why not? Because I think we're. Like I'm not too sure what they're like with the injuries at the back and that. Yeah. Um, but either way, they've looked shaky at the back this this season, yeah. and we've we've been the complete opposite in terms of attacking is what our strength is this season. Yeah. And I think if we are going to go out there and take ourselves seriously in terms of you know getting ourselves into the title race, then for me we got to go at them in it. I don't care if it's at the Etihad, but like yeah. we. We have we have to stick to our strengths this season, and one yeah. of our strengths has been driving forward in numbers. And you know, Tammy he's scoring goals, Pulisic is scoring goals, and Willian's on form at the moment, and he'll work for us. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. for me, the back line I agree with as well. James has to start, yeah, um, because if he doesn't, mark my words, Sterling will get mad at the match. <laughs> 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 um, in. Let's not let's not kid ourselves in it. Sterling's one of the best out there right now. Yeah, so 100%. We're trying to do this thing where it's like sentiment coming into it, and oh, he's our captain. But do you know how many people have mentioned to me that oh, he's our captain, bro? I don't care. If Cahill, captain, yeah. Cahill was our captain as yeah, well. You could so, be a so captain from the bench. Yeah, you can be a captain from the bench, but go on, Jermaine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And on top of that, Jorginho is more than worthy of being a leader on the pitch, especially against City. So for me. James has to start. Emerson, same yeah. um, centre back partnership. Kovar, Jorginho, and Kante. Yeah, I think they'll just. I think they'll actually steamroll the midfield, especially if they start Rodri in there because he's not ready. Yeah, and so, Bernardo Silva's banned. Yep, he's banned as well for a yeah. game. So that pressing, that uh, I, I know a lot of people said, oh, but they'll just put Mares in there. But Mares doesn't press yeah. like Bernardo does. Yeah. So again. Ain't Bernardo banned for that? Yeah, he is, yeah. He's banned. That's, yeah. that's what we're yeah. saying. That's what we're saying. So, like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Quickly, can we just talk about Jorginho? What a masterstroke to not to get booked the game before Palace, so he's available for this. Yeah, I mean, I love the man. I yeah. honestly love that man. Yeah. Oh. And 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 it worries me because like I'm hearing murmurs that he might want to go back to Italy after this. Like his agent will come out and say, yeah, he loves Chelsea, or like he he's he's convincing. He's trying to convince the Chelsea fans for now, but he can see himself back in Italy. But I feel like he's so important for us because just in, t- in terms of our midfield, and I agree with you guys, we should start those three. Um, Kovacic kind of beats people with his dribbles most. And obviously, like Kante does switches, but it's more sideways. But I feel like Jorginho is, is always trying those over-the-top balls. He's always forward-thinking. He's always doing through balls. So I feel like those three are a good mix. But another thing I would want to mention, what I wanted to ask you, Jermaine, is you said... We should go to City and we should press them high. But I feel like if you want that, there's no better high press of the mount. So no, no, no. I said, well, when did I say that we should press them high? Oh, I thought that's what you said. I thought you said take the game. <laughs> no, no, no. I said Bernardo. I said Bernardo um, isn't going to be starting. So the press. I thought you said. You, I thought you said you don't care that it's the Etihad. We got to go there. We got to press them high. Did you? I think. Well, I think. 
Well, what do you mean? Is that, yeah, transition, isn't it? No, I meant like when we're attacking, okay. we've got to, we've got to like attack the way we've been attacking against Are teams you? in recent games, like Are in you? terms of test their back four. Like, don't be don't be like too you know passive in our yeah. attacking play and stuff like that. But nah, in, in in regards to your question though, I I think we saw what happened when Sari tried to press them yeah, at the yeah. attack, yeah, yeah, and yeah. obviously the six 0 happened. Um, different personnel. Different tactics, different managers. We started um, well in that game, you know. In that 6-0 for the first five minutes, we, we were doing well. Then Alonso done some shit and then it was the end. <laughs> Remember, we started well. I couldn't believe it. came through. Yeah. Yeah. But, I said Alonso, my, my, my brain just switched off. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but guys, since Hazard has gone, I wanted to ask you, based on this season, who would you who do you think are our big game performers? Uh, I, I, I think William. Has shown that he's one of them. What 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 big games has William performed in this season? I'm talking about I, big I games. Think, well, I, I I thought against um, how many big games have we played though? Like, so, we so, so obviously we played Man United, we played Liverpool twice. We'll count yeah, the Ajax game. William wasn't part of that. We'll, William was part Lil, of that. Yeah, Lil away was a big game for for me. I think Fair Lil, enough. Lil, but, Lil, but then who have who have been our big performers this season? Because obviously, so, so. go on. Hmm. Yeah, for me it's Kovacic like that man has been oh, man the match in every game like yeah. I can't think of a game he hasn't played well so that's I, why I he hasn't played in many like big big games you know what I mean like um, Kovacic starts to come into form during was it the Burnley game that's when people started to finally start taking notice of what he was doing but um, that's Tam- a good question that's that's- isn't it? Tammy's the no-brainer really like what Tammy's been like- Tammy's been a big game performer no he hasn't no, like I think, like in Justin, like he's. Do you say our biggest performer or in big games? No, I'm saying in big games, who have been our, our performance? I'd have to say, I'd have to say, Kante. The two big games I think of the two Liverpool games. Yeah, 100 percent. He was a standout player. 100 yeah, percent. Yeah. So obviously, yeah. we've got Kante starting. What other like big game performances we've we got? Because obviously, in these games, Hazard used to always against City. Like he used to be our one. He'd be a big game performer of us. And I'm looking at a team that you've all said, and I'm thinking, okay, who can we rely on for big game performances? Because I, I don't, I don't think we can rely on anyone. That might be our weakness. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. So, like, as much as Mount and Tammy have done well in the big games, have they really been different makers? And one of the questions oh. when we was asked about Mount or Pulisic, I think when I think Mount's the best games we've seen Mount at, and even the England game, when we're pressing other teams and where we're when we're the dominant team, he does damage by pressing high, winning the ball in the box, and then scoring and getting shots off. But when we're playing against bigger teams, because we're further away from goal, I feel like his impact is reduced because we're, yeah. we're further back. So like, I, I, I don't know if I can call Mount a big game performer at this point. I remember at United, he did quite well at the beginning. And Leicester, to be fair, Mount did quite well, if we're, if we're calling that a big game. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's the interesting thing. I don't think we've got that many big game performers. But yeah, I, I think the season ain't gone long off, really. I, th- I don't know. I, I look at Mount. I just think with him sometimes. I look at the team balance, and obviously the coaches and managers every single week they'll be looking to tighten the team yeah. structurally and tactically. I look at Mount, and I think you know th- his teammates don't find him enough. If we just look at the positions he, he finds himself in, just watch Mount and where he goes. Most times, if something's in the books. Mount's found himself free, and yeah. if someone finds him, he's in a position where he can't do something. I think our our, our wingers so far, and our Williams and our Pulisic, you know, I understand why you know they want to. 
go for goal all the time. They want to keep their place in the team. If you're scoring, if you're making things happen, that's how you're going to do it. But I think yeah. that comes to the detriment of Mount a tiny bit because obviously he's creating the space for all these guys and then they never really return the favour or pass back. And I look at Mount's body language quite a lot at times. There's frustration because Spon Parsa didn't do this or do that or do that. Mm. I don't know. I think as a team just gets playing together more, We'll get better yeah, at being a much more balanced, yeah, yeah, balanced team. It's yeah. early days anyway to like ask this question. I just wanted to kind of know from you guys yeah. if you've seen it. All right. Um, yeah. I guess before we wrap up, do you want to do a C versus Chelsea at 11? <laughs> Combined? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I've already actually done one today. But right. I definitely will. I want to see yeah, what the boys think. Yeah, too, but I'm going to have to do it again. I'm done, yeah. Okay, cool. Kick off um, you two since you've done it before. You guys know I have to think about mine. Jermaine, you can so I name, I name my team at the same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Matisse Ed- no. first. I've got, I've got. So do you want me to go from my whole team? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I've, I've got Edison. Yeah. Um, Emerson left back. Yeah. Porte. Oh, we'll be doing players that are fit or just overall. It's up fit. to you, bro. It's up to you. Fit. I'll do overall you. because if That's we do cool. fit or form, then it's it's up yeah. to it's, it's up to you know opinion, I guess. More. Um, Laporte, Zuma. Yeah. Um, Reece James. Yeah, Jorginho, Kante, mm. Kevin De, Kevin De Bruyne, okay. Bernardo Silva, Sterling, and Aguero. All right. Uh, yeah. Nini, same thing. I'm gonna. Cause I did my predicted lineup. Okay. Like, I did my combined eleven based yeah. on players available right now. Because I was okay. thinking it'd be quite easy then to obviously. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. We have the same lineup. Yeah. So for mine, I did obviously Edison and goal. Yeah. Um, I had um Tamori and Zuma centre backs. Emerson yeah. left back. Um, I went for Walker only because Reese hasn't cemented himself just yet. Even though I know by the time we play them next time, I'll, I'll be saying Reese all day. Yeah. In midfield, I went for uh, Kante, Jorginho, and then um, up front, you know, I went for no up front. I went for uh, William, uh, Aguero, De Bruyne, yeah. and Sterling. Yeah, Jermaine. Um, so yeah, Edison in goal, Edison yeah. left back. We do Tomori and Laporte. Yeah, Laporte centre back, right back. I go James. Um, centre mid, Kante, Jorginho, and De Bruyne. Yeah, and then up top, Sterling, Aguero. Now you know what, done Aguero, man. Look, Tammy. What? <laughs> Tammy, you know. That's yeah. the energy, Tammy. yes. Oh. Okay, cool. I'm dashing Tammy in there, bro. He's second yeah. top goal scorer. How am I disrespecting? <laughs> <laughs> and then Bernardo Silva on the right. Mad. You know, Aguero, Aguero's like scored 13 goals against us. Like, Aguero, I think, I don't know if you guys saw the interview or something came out saying that we didn't go for Aguero because either John Terry said it or he wasn't tall enough. Or Agu- do, do you know why I didn't get in the team? Terry. My team Terry. Huh? Terry. Matisse. I think Terry said on Instagram that wasn't true. Yeah, that was bullshit. That was bullshit. But we, yeah. we know that we was in for him. Jermaine, what were you going to say? I'll tell you why I didn't get into my team, yeah. Because the other day against Liverpool, my man was just standing there while the ball was at his uh, damn feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that killed me. That killed me. That killed me. All right, cool. I'm, I'm going to go, I think, I'll go KDB, Aguero, and Sterling as the front three. Then Bernardo Silva... I can't fit everyone in, you know. Bernardo Silva, Jorginho, Kante. I kind of want to get Kovacic in, but I guess he just misses out. And then, yeah, Emerson, Reese James, um, uh, maybe Laporte, and then Tamori, and then um, Edison in goal. 
Just a final question before you go. Thanks, guys. You've been sick. Um, the, the, the appeal to CAS or whatever they're called. Um, who wants us to... Who wants it to be overturned and who wants it to stay? Definitely overturned. Yeah, Matisse? Always, always say yes to a transfer market. And, and would you buy in January then? Yeah, because Alonso's got to go as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I mean, I will pack his bags and I will book his flights. And then, and then what? You, you want Chilwell or...? I will take anybody who okay. can run. I will take Chilwell. I will take, <laughs> uh, do you know, my first choice for January is um, Atal. Okay. Atal. I'm not saying, probably not saying his name right, but yeah. the guy from Nice. Does he Atal. play, does he play um, left back too? He, he, for me, I, he can be a deputy left back. He can also play right back. Okay. He can play right wing back, okay. left wing back, right wing, left wing. Sorry. And that's got a quick move. So he's just versatile. He's Jermaine. perfect. Jermaine, what are you saying? Um, I don't trust Chelsea, bro. <laughs> so True. you might as well just stay because stay, cool. I, I just don't trust them at the moment I don't think they've had long enough time to think cool. final so, alright final yeah. word Nini um, you know obviously it has to be uh, overturned um, listen any players we sign is going to be replacing players like oh, so your Giroud's your Pedro's yeah. hopefully Barkley I, can't, I can imagine <laughs> maybe next summer we'll get right. rid of him but um, that's what I mean I, I can't imagine us making any big signings because yeah. what can you do in Jan and yeah. why are we going to spend over the odds to you know alright yeah. All right. that's the nice final word from Nini check out you guys channel do you want to plug uh, Nini or Matisse um yeah, Nini, you want to plug first? <laughs> um, obviously, you guys, if you want to find like obviously like objective, just like um, you know, nuanced like thoughts on the game. If you're a bit tired of all uh, reactionary opinions, yeah. left, right, and center, you know, being so like confident, yeah. saying one thing tomorrow and then literally two hours later, it's like thrown in their face. Yeah. Obviously, Blue Line TV is a channel for you. Match reviews, um, analysis, news, everything you'd want your clubs to be covered by. Nice that's one. that's so wrong, but I'm not doing this too often, you guys. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get all you get all of that shit he said on Chessy Hour as well. So um, yeah. <laughs> M- Matisse. Plugs. Um everything's on Twitter guys. Um and everything that I contribute is the hub is Twitter. So if I go on guesting on podcasts like this yeah. one or I go on radio or I go on anything, it will be on my Twitter. The links will be there, videos go up, tweets Try and put a little bit of humour on it, a little bit of a spin on stuff. So yeah, Matisse Omani or MAH is on Twitter. So, all right, you guys have been great. Thanks for coming on. Um, t- this is Touchline Fracker. Use the hashtag Touchline Fracker. We've got a live show December the 15th. Make sure you get your tickets. Matisse, Nini, um, definitely come down because obviously we have a Chelsea section. It'll be good to have you represent. Um, yeah, yeah. Nice one. All right, fellas. Um, we'll, I guess we'll see you next week. Cheers. Yeah, cheers, boys. This holiday season, it's all about the bedroom. And Casper's Black Friday sale has up to 30% off everything you need to make your bedroom your happy place. Only Casper mattresses are made with 86 supportive gel pods to align your spine and eliminate aches and pains. And Casper bed frames are made from the highest quality materials. Give the gift of a better bedroom. Save up to 30% during Casper's Black Friday sale on now at Casper.com. Terms and conditions apply. See Casper.com terms for more details. Sports Social Podcast Network.